Warning, the following program contains an open, honest, frank, and sometimes explicit discussion of sex. Listener discretion is advised. Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time you're listening to us, welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am JD, your host for the evening, and here with my lovely wife, Carmen. Hello, my love. Hello. And our intern, Corinne, is here with us as well. Hi, guys. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Good. We are uh, jumping into part number two of the Fetish Show. I hope you enjoyed part number one. We kind of kept it pretty tame for that. <laughs> this, this is not going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we have some surprises in store? Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Oh, so. my. Uh, before we get to that, though, we want to recap our week, as we always do here on Midwest Menage a Trois. We had a good one. We did. Knocked one out after the show on Friday night. <laughs> yeah, I think it was more like early, early Saturday morning. <laughs> Middle of the night. That's all right. Someone kind of woke me up. That's, yeah. that's one of my favorite things to do, though, is, you know, you're just kind of half awake, half asleep, and rubbing up against you, and like, oh, let's go for it. <laughs> that has got to be the best, I won't lie. You know, it, except that sometimes he gets mad at me when I'm, like, all getting into it, and all of a sudden, I just fall back asleep and push him away and he's like dude what the hell and i'm like don't get mad at me when i'm asleep i can't control in my sleep (laughs) leave me be (laughs) sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't right so the yeah we did that um and then again on saturday Uh uh-huh so technically twice on saturday rock on i'm the man you're the man (laughs) You guys are picking up where I'm leaving off. <laughs> yep. Well, I guess that answers that question. How yep. was your week? <laughs> Don't even ask. Did you at least rub one out? No, unfortunately. Jesus. Deprived. You know Sexually what? deprived people here. Right? Not it us. Is... <laughs> no, all well, me. All me. It has been all week, though. It is now Friday. We have not made love since Saturday. We haven't. I'm sorry. Yeah, we kind of took Sunday off. We were... What did we do on Sunday? I don't even remember. Just the we sat in the hot tub. Yeah, I guess we did sit in the hot tub for a while. Sat in the hot tub, connected. It was more of an emotional day, not like emotional connecting, than it was a physical. And that's fine sometimes. And then, unfortunately, with business meetings and stuff like that, the week kind of got away from us. Well, and I'll be honest with you guys, too. The hot tub is very sexy. It's very sensual. But it also encourages drinking. <laughs> Which does not and, encourage your penis. And relaxing. And, right. boy, sometimes when you get out of that thing, you just want to kind of melt into the couch and call it a night. Mm-hmm. So... All right, that wraps up the week in review. As mentioned, we are on uh, day number two of our fetish fetish special. Kind of tough to say there. <laughs> um, we're going to jump right into things, and the first thing we're going to talk about tonight is the dominatrix. <sighs> I am dying, dying to interview a real dominatrix. So if we you're will... out there, call me. Yeah, <laughs> we will do that someday. You know, whips, chains... You have fun with that. Wax on the nipples. Oh, I did that. Okay. What really fascinates me about the whole scenario there is um, the dominatrix rarely, if ever, actually have sex with their patrons, I guess you'd call them. Well, no, when I don't. read about it today and this through this week, they really don't. They, they actually don't have a lot of sex. It's Mm-mm. more about the action and the domineering or the... The one mm. quote, you, you had sent me an article, and the one quote that really jumped out at me in there was... She uh, and this woman's a dominatrix and a phone sex operator and, and in the business. But she said, I could never have sex with my customers because they can't see me in that vulnerable state. They can't see me naked because that's vulnerable and I'm not vulnerable when I'm a dominatrix. I'm an ass kicker. Right. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, it's very interesting. I wonder to that topic, I wonder how that works for the the marital relationships where one is the dom and one is the submission. Well, I think probably How does that work? when they're playing, it's strictly playing. Obviously, they're probably making love in their, their other life. You know, it's it's kind of you're living two lives at that point. Well, it also might be, though, a lot of women are stronger than the men. You know, not... I did not word but that there, correctly, there, but, you there know. There can be male dominatrix, though. Oh, very much so. Look sure. at Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. Right. You know, uh, but 
librarian during the day? It's that night, it's night? that whole submission of power. It's that a lot of times what what I've read anyway, and I've never been to a dominatrix, so I don't know for sure. But um, what I've read is majority of their clients are powerful men, lawyers, doctors. Uh, guys that, you know, during their daytime in their professional life, they have to be powerful and they have to be in charge. And that's what really gets them off is going to a dominatrix and saying, I don't want anything to do in charge. I want to just surrender to this woman. Well, that's where the librarian is not in charge during the day, taking down the bun and taking off oh, the absolutely. glasses and pulling out the whips and chains. The to the yeah, The opposite yeah. is true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't... I don't completely understand it because i've never tried it but it's very intriguing to me we did try it once yeah but that's not it didn't flow very well not for not us. in the in the realm that we're talking about it no no but like the whole you do what i say i'm gonna tell you exactly what to do when to do it how to do it and you're just gonna do it now it didn't not work yeah for see us. Right. no that's not i would be more the type is i'm going to tie you up which i what not and blindfold you not say a damn thing but i am in charge and well and maybe maybe with us it's because our in our marriage i like to think that we are equals exactly so for one of us to jump out on top it just for us it's not natural it doesn't make sense exactly and so when we're like when we are engaging in intercourse it's and that sounds so sterile (laughs) would you prefer coitus no i don't prefer coitus (laughs) How about when we're fucking our brains out? How's that? There you go. (laughs) When we are in the throes of passion, it goes back and forth both ways. So, you know, one will tell one what to do, and then the other one will tell some, you know, what to do. And it it goes back and forth. It's a push and pull where I don't, we didn't function very well. And I'm not. I'm not controlling, but control I'm not. Control freak. No, I'm really not a control freak. But <laughs> but being bossed around in that manner, it doesn't work well for me. Right. I'll get pissed off at you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, I'll tell you what to fuck. Right. Who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> I will throw it out there again, uh, ladies and or gentlemen, if there are any dominance in our audience. Email me, please. Midwest threesome at gmail.com. We can uh, set you up on an interview and, and Skype, and we'll obviously disguise your voice and all that stuff so nobody will ever know it's you, but we want to talk to you. Yeah, and even <laughs> if you're... I'm just fascinated by it. If you're a married couple, answer uh, that question for us. Answer how that, that whole dynamic works in your marriage. How does it work for you guys? So mm-hmm. let us know. With domination comes uh, some additional steps, I guess you would say, some maybe levels. Um, one of course is humiliation. Mm. Um, now there are, there are guys that like to be dominated and there are guys that like to be humiliated. Uh, I think they're two different things, I do uh, think so. a different level. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't get the humiliation thing, but for a lot of guys, it is a huge turn on. I can't weigh in on that whole thing very much. I mean, I've read a lot on it, but to actually have somebody humiliate me, I don't think so. It has to go back to their childhood. It's got to. It does. I'm, well, I mean, not saying that I know for a fact, but again, like research, like you've done, read about it or whatnot. Yeah. That these men, for some reason, throw themselves into this, like uh, the abuse that they got as a child, telling them that they're not worth it, they're nothing, hmm. etc. But for some reason, it is something that turns them on. Right. And it, it's not just men. I mean, women oh, do yes, the same thing. Yes, yeah. Yes. Sure. It, ladies, men, whatever. It's just... It's something that doesn't really, I don't think I could handle very well. It takes a special type of person. It does. And maybe that could be their whole release from it. I even read uh, to another extent entirely, the humiliation thing crossed over into race. How's that, may I ask? I didn't hear that. Um, There was a, uh, a gentleman of color. Who really he would come come to the certain dominatrix and he would like to be called racial slurs oh. and put down in the abuse and for some reason that got him off. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that's like you know who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Mm-hmm. You know you have these young girls that may have been whatnot. You know, and it goes into that. So absolutely mm-hmm. interesting. Absolutely. Uh, the the next step of that I guess would be, and I don't want to say they go hand in hand, but they kind of do. Um, cross-dressing. Okay. 
there are a lot of cross-dressers who go into the humiliation aspect as well. They, they want to be humiliated by made to put on the, the panties and the bra. But then there are others that just really mm-hmm. enjoy it. Right, right. And as a formal former nail tech, um, I used to do a guy's nails. He was married um, to a woman. And he would go out and mm-hmm. he would cross-dress. And I actually used to do his acrylic nails each week. They're actually you know. beautiful. Yeah. Well, and as I'm you, jealous because you know. I can't do my makeup that good. Exactly. <laughs> they they put real females to shame sometimes. I know. I'm just saying. I can't you do know. that. You know, mm-hmm. 20, 20, 30 years ago, it was obviously done in back rooms and in the closet in the, the your own home, in the privacy of your own home. Mm-hmm. However, I think recently now we see drag clubs opening up. Mm-hmm. We see yep. uh, RuPaul as a huge TV oh, yes. star. Uh, it is becoming more and more acceptable, I guess. And I'll be honest, I have a fascination with it. Oh. If if there's a movie on, and JD can attest to this, mm-hmm. if there's a movie on about you know drag queens or anything like that, I want to watch it and I thoroughly enjoy it. I need my prin. I need my prin. Name that one. Need my prin. I need my prin. Where's my prin? Oh, I know that movie. What is a prin? Patrick- oh, it's just aspirin with the ass scratched off. Oh. Yeah, it's oh. um purin, Pat- purin tablets. That's what it was. Purin. Okay. It's yeah. um. Birdcage. The Birdcage, yeah. Oh, Robin Williams, mm-hmm. Nathan Lane. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of the one with Patrick Swayze. <laughs> I love when it. Patrick Swayze when they uh, got <gasps> stuck in the, the podunk town. Yeah, what was that one Oh, called? that was Something. a great one. And they were in the ca- in the um, convertible. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And the Pris- black guy. Priscilla, queen of the desert no. or something? There was a black gentleman actor in there, and I cannot think of his name, I thought. Wesley Snipes. Thank you. Ah, there you mm-hmm. go. Um doesn't matter. God, I know the name of the movie. It's, honestly, if I... Sorry, guys. If I actually blurt it out at the in the middle of the show randomly, you'll know. Yeah. Because exactly. it'll just like hit me like a ton of bricks. So it is, uh, it, it's certainly not mainstream, but it is becoming more acceptable uh, to go that route. You know, though, if you guys, along with the dominatrix question, I am curious of what draws this attention to you. What do you... Why do you want this? I, I am curious about that answer. There's nothing I could find in the research. I, I'm curious for of... For the dominatrix stuff? N- not just the dominatrix. I meant the... Um, Cross-dressing? Cross-dressing? Not everything. The, the pain, the humiliation. The, well, I think it's... I would have to say it's probably different for everybody. I agree, and that's why you can't find it in a book. Right. Or on the internet. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious. Some people, their, their pain and their pleasure threshold are intertwined. Well, well I, yeah, and, I was and reading so some on that pain too. Pain and pleasure kind of go hand in hand to them, and it like almost like as soon as you smack their ass, it throws them over into their orgasm. The pain uh, center and the pleasure center in the brain are extremely close together. Exactly. Um, sometimes those wires get a little crossed. The and endorphins. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes you can get endorphins from being humiliated. It, it just it's it's different for every person. Yep. Everybody's wired differently. Yep. So they def- find different stuff that turns them on. I don't think I have really found mine. Next story. Well, keep trying them. <laughs> right. Keep going down the list. Yeah, we got, right. we got several for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the whole, um, I guess it would be humiliation thing. Yes and no. But the the next one we're going to talk about is cuckolding. Yes. This has become popular lately. And I think that is a lot of it is kind of that humiliation thing because, you know, they come home and they're like. They were so much better than you. And now, let me ask you this though: though. Is there? Mm -hmm. But it's what they like. There's obviously a difference. But is the the guy who just likes to see his woman with another man doesn't necessarily want to be told he's got a small dick or any of that stuff, but he just wants to see her being pleasured? Is that still cuckolding? Well, my ex husband is like this. His fantasy was to come home. There's a lot of guys and see his best friend fucking me. I and I use it with a oomph. You know, I don't think that's necessarily being cuckold. When I think of as cuckolding, to me that I if he's just sitting back and he's watching his woman getting pleasured, to me that's more of voyeuristic. I don't see that as being cuckold. I think of cuckold as they are going out, they are having intercourse off-site, and the the spouse, because it can be either man or woman, they get off on 
being told those details. Now, see, that's to me, that's what it means. I may be completely wrong. I don't think it's off site necessarily. I have, I've, seen, in, I've seen videos because I'm a connoisseur. Um, <laughs> that uh, you know where they're sitting. There's a, they're in the same room with them. And she is just going at it with a guy and telling him he's so much better than you. His dick is so much bigger. This feels so much better. You can't satisfy me. You know, that's right to his face while he's okay. she's, she's getting rammed yeah. from some other guys. So. Right. Okay. Whatever floats your boat. Right. And again, why? Yeah. And Come and tell us why. I wonder if that's kind of a combination between cuckold and voyeuristic. All that. Yeah. The combination of the two. A little two. bit. Sure. So I think there's different levels to everything. Of course. <laughs> you know, I think that's mm-hmm. taking it maybe to one extreme compared to the other. Well, that's why there was 412 on my list of fetishes. Because there's something that twirls everybody's beanie. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> God, that was awesome. <laughs> and we kind of we touched on it earlier or just a few minutes ago, but the uh, another fetish is actually watching your partner with someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, Chu Wong Fu, thanks for everything. Found the movie. <laughs> just the, popped into my brain. That would be the Patrick Swayze drag queen movie, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Told you it was going to happen. It was just <laughs> brewing back there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so uh, a lot of people do have the fantasy of watching their partner with someone else. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't classify that as strictly voyeurism because it's your partner with someone else. Um, you're not just watching two people have sex. You're watching your partner. Your partner. Um, there's a lot of people out there that enjoy that. But I, I think that comes from a, a place of watching your partner being pleasured is pleasurable to you. Right. Not necessarily in the degrading, demeaning, kind of, kind of, you Coping know. kind of way. Yeah. Well, and I don't think it has to be. I, I'm, I'm sure there's people that have the fantasy of opposite sex and same sex, too. Yeah, and some of it just is it some... Why can't I find the partner that wants to see me with a woman? Well, I'm sure that you, <laughs> I'm sure you just haven't I'm asked so, the Hulk have, yet. Have you ever dated a guy? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure every guy. Maybe I'm just too picky on my woman. I don't know. And I'm sure your ex-husband wanted. Again, I'm picky. <laughs> right. And so the yep. ex-husband is too long to say. His name is Gonzo. Um, because he did have a very large curve to his pecker. Yes, so, quite pleasurable. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we're just going to call him Gonzo. As I look over at my drink, I see it is empty, which means it must be time to take a break. We have covered uh, some domination, some humiliation, some cuckolding, some cross-dressing, a little bit of the, everything on that fetish side of things. <laughs> we are going to come back, and you don't want to miss this. Stick around. We will be right back. You're listening to Midwest Menage a Trois, the only show on the internet talking about sex in an open, frank, and honest manner from the viewpoint of good old-fashioned Midwesterners. Hi, I'm Bob Fur, And I'm June Fur. We'd like to invite you down to our new restaurant where we only use the choicest of meats and best ingredients. You'll never find a better sandwich, so come on down to Fur Burgers. The key to our patent Fur Burger is our special resting process. Once the burger is cooked, we rest it at 150 degrees and 90% humidity. That's right. It's always warm and moist inside Fur Burgers. And don't forget about our grade A extra plump buns. Come on down to Fur Burgers today and have a taste. Located right between the two legs of the Red River on Beaver Avenue. And don't forget about our satellite location inside of the Bakersville YMCA. Come on down and eat at the Y. Fur Burgers, come bury your face in one today. Midwest Menage a Trois. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois. We hope you're enjoying part two of our fetish special. Uh, before we dive back into things, I gotta say, both ladies looking very lovely tonight. Thank you, sir. Kind of dominatrix-like. You are. <laughs> mm, I had fun with this. Uh, just so you know, my lovely wife Carmen has on some skin-tight black pants. Ooh. What I would call her hooker boots. <laughs> and a uh, silky tank top with no bra. Just for you. I know. I love it. Huh? And Corinne is uh, sporting black black pants, a lace tank top, suit. or a bodysuit, okay. Black bra. And uh, what is that thing? Like a cover-up sweater It's a something. shawl because shawl. I will get arrested if I show up in public <laughs> like this. 
<laughs> well, thank God you're only here in the uh, the bar studios right. tonight. And in our mes- Midwestern small town, everybody will talk. <laughs> ah, screw them. And, and you know we <laughs> love Fuck you. Fuck them and feed them fish heads, huh? That's right. <laughs> you know we love you because it is Midwest. It's winter. It's fucking cold. And we're both in sleeveless tank tops. <laughs> I know you could see my midriff. It's cold. That's okay because a picture I'm going to like beg you to take for this episode that's okay okay yep mm -hmm. we will be posting some pictures ladies and gentlemen on our (laughs) facebook page um we posted some last week so i hope you enjoyed those and uh uh, the the video of the (laughs) the dancing dick wiggle 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 there he goes look at him go (laughs) we're still looking for a name for him i think dancing dick is what we got right now but i I, I can't call him that i'm sorry how about mr wiggles Mr. Wiggles. Come on, guys. Rate it. I don't know. Mr. Wiggles sounds too much like a children's television show. Do you see him move? He's not very manly. (laughs) No, he's not. Anyway, if you think of a name, shoot us an email, midwest3some at gmail.com. That's midwest, the number three, some at gmail.com, and uh, we'll take it into consideration. The other thing I wanted to bring up before we get too far into more fetishes was actually something um, in in the article that you had sent me, Corinne. It was uh, that lady that was the phone sex operator and the Mm -hmm. dominatrix. Uh, She made some very good points, and we got to keep this in mind a lot, is uh, the one thing she said was it was surprising to her how many fetishes mm-hmm. that men had that were common, common fetishes that, that they would call in with, and she was shocked at the number. Um, so, yes, it is a common thing. It is um, completely acceptable as long as everybody's consenting. Whatever trips your trigger, go for it. Just be safe. As we usher you into the next segment of fetishes, let's talk a little bit about furries. So Do you know what cute. furries are? So cute. <laughs> that is. I just honestly, I think of the little puppies that you see where people put their like shih tzus in a hollowed out teddy bear costume. That's what I think of with furries. And they're like dancing little it's when crazy. they run. That's what I think of. But <laughs> so that's for the, totally for those not of it. you who have no idea what we're talking about, <laughs> the furry fetish is basically turning yourself into a stuffed animal. Well, it's better than doing the stuffed animal because that's along with that fetish. Is stu- doing them, sure. Yep, it's yep. doing them. The yep. body-sized fluffy things. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a whole uh, movement out there. It's called the furry movement, and they, they get together. They have parties. They dress up as stuffed animals and basically kind of dance and roll around, and it's pretty exciting for them. God, it sounds like fun. <laughs> Doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> There's some of these, and I know some of them... That we're going to talk about, they're way out there, but God, they sound like fun. <laughs> I just, I want to experience one, maybe not like the whole sexual part of it, but I, I just want to experience one. You don't want to have sex in a um, oversized stuffed <laughs> stuffed animal, animal costume? costume yes. No, it's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be naked. <laughs> I could probably do that one. <laughs> Nikki's natural. There are different levels of this, as with anything. Um, you know, the the very minimal would be the tail. Mm-hmm. We, we've seen the tail, where yep. basically it's a big fur tail attached to a butt plug. The butt plug goes in, and wow, instantly you have a tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't sit down. <laughs> Too bad the tail can't whip you. Standing room only. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other uh, one that I would link to this, I guess, would be the bronies. This is an mm-hmm. interesting little movement. Um, the My Little Ponies goes along with the tails. Yes, the, the My <laughs> yeah, Little right. If you remember My Little Pony from 1987 or whenever that was. You're corrupting my poor little My Ponies. There is a whole bunch of middle-aged gentlemen that follow My Little Pony. They have conventions. <laughs> they get together. That is together. awesome. Yeah, um, they it's wear, interesting. They wear the the hoof high heels. Yeah. They put on the the sparkly pastel body suit. It is um, definitely uh, an interesting turn of events, and uh, I, I don't quite know how to to explain it to you because obviously I'm not a part of that. I'm, I've never experienced it. 
So we'll just kind of leave it at that. Yeah. Whatever trips your trigger. Sounds like fun, though. Uh, the other kind of kind in the same vein, but a little different, is the clown fetish. Again, sounds like fun. No, it doesn't. Yes, Have you it seen does. it? <laughs> no. I can't do bozo. Clowns may be the only... I'm trying to think. Would they be the only thing on the face of the earth that both have uh, a true fear and a fetish? And sad. So on one hand, you have an absolute fear of them. On the other hand, you have people that want to fuck them. I don't know. But, you know, I've seen I've seen some of the, the clown parties. You know, I've right. seen, you know, videos and, and documentaries on them. And they're they're all like in happy face. They're not like the scary clowns like it. It just looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, but a clown is like a comedian. Right. Whereas a comedian is being a comedian to cover the the sad. Okay, which which is is what not, but to me the clowning is kind of like the dominatrix almost in that it's their mask. Their mask. Thank you. I couldn't think of what I, I it, putting it together, but it could be. But it, it sounds like you know maybe what I think a lot of that kind of whole thing sounds like fun to me because it's like a community and parties and everybody's having fun and they're laughing and they're rolling around together. That's what probably sounds bringing like fun back to, me. to childhood. Well, exactly. And mm-hmm. what it's a lot. A lot of these fetishes are is escapism. Yeah. Right. You get to get out of your own skin for a little bit. You put on the clown makeup, and you get to go to a party and have fun. That's you get to become somebody else, basically. Can I start a new fe- a new fetish? Sure. Why not? Everybody else. I'm is guessing doing it. whatever you say, somebody's already done it. Right. <laughs> I I want a bouncy house fetish. Oh, I'm sure people have bouncy the balls. house parties. No, not the ball pit. The bouncy yeah. house. The inflated bouncy house. Okay, that would you are I was thinking the ball house. That would be so much fun. You put baby oil down on the bouncy house floor and you start everybody's slipping and sliding and bouncing and fucking and I'm, laughing and I joking. I'm sure it's been done. God, that sounds like fun. I'd rather do like whipped cream than oil. Yeah, but whipped cream and chocolate yeah. syrup and we'll talk about that we'll, okay I'll in our in our next one that he's gonna bring keep, up keep in mind that bouncy houses have to be outside so you start putting all that shit down and all of a sudden you got bugs and ants and ants. yeah baby oil <laughs> what a what a way to ruin a good time <laughs> get a house with bolted ceilings <laughs> hey look at it a little squirmy in there hoo-ha <laughs> yeah Going along with the clown fetish, uh, there is a certain segment out there that is extremely turned on by balloons. Now, this is completely new. They call them loonies, I think. Isn't that what we saw? I think that's what they call them, yeah. Um, And they are uh, erotically attracted to the feel, the touch, the popping of the balloons. So are they really into condoms? Uh, the safe sex wouldn't be a problem <laughs> right maybe that's what they came up with it i wonder if a lot of it is the sound too that a balloon makes a balloon makes a very distinctive sound breaking glass actually does something to me so it, it could very well be a sound hmm. mm-hmm. i would imagine the feel too though a balloon yeah. has a very distinctive feel from basically anything else on the planet right mm-hmm. and these what we were watching was like very large giant balloons where they were actually full-size sitting on them riding on them almost like a small pony size balloon right in mm-hmm. the picture and the deal that i saw on the internet was the with the girl loving mm-hmm. on this balloon because it's something you have to be fragile with right. mm-hmm. and she was kissing it and and, and honestly it was kind of sensual yeah. What I saw, mm-hmm. and in the way she touched it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, there is a. They talk about the the fragileness of them, mm-hmm. um, and that adds to the excitement. And the other excitement is, is you never know when it's going to pop. <laughs> All balloons pop eventually. Some right. a little bit quicker than others. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess <laughs> just, just like men, yes. Right. <laughs> and to me, I guess I would probably have to do some sort of lubricant on the balloon because I can't stand the sound of a balloon. Yeah, I know it drives you nuts, but that's yeah. That might be the attraction right. for somebody else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I could see where the whole feeling of a balloon would be very 
sensual. They're soft. I can see, they are. They're very cushy and soft, but I would have to find a way to deaden that sound for myself personally. I can see that. Yeah, I know, I know you hate that sound. It's we've, We had some horrible children's parties. <laughs> <laughs> no balloons. Mama walks around with a pin just popping shit. <laughs> nice. Psycho. Wee, as Carmen mentioned earlier, we are getting into now the foods. The fetish we're going to talk about is called sploshing. Which is also called wham. 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 Like, the, like George Michael, the no. band? It, it's an acronym for wet and messy. Oh, okay. So if you're going to look it up, look up either sploshing or wet and messy. Now, when I looked at this, I could see it being kind of either a fun, sensual, let's rub some fruit, or maybe I'm having a bad day and you done pissed me off. We're having hard sex. I'm throwing a tomato at you. Flat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it all, you know, it all kind of dates back to the 80s and nine and a half weeks with oh, Kim Basinger and the, movie. the food scene there where they're making out in the kitchen with all the food. And mm-hmm. Have you ever read the book on that part? This fetish is all about the food. It, it is. is. It's every, you know, you can go sweet, you can go salty. Most people choose sweet because why not? Right. And most people will choose to do, they kind of leave the, um, the crotch area as a a non-covered part right. because um, anything that is sugary can cause a yeast infection. Right. Yeah. Um, anything, basically avoid any kind of um, spicy food because that could really become very oh, uncomfortable be very quickly. But this isn't your gentle dribble little no. chocolate sauce on the nipple. This is, we're putting down tarps and we're getting fucking nasty with and food. I want to do it, right? <laughs> Do I, it. On some level of me, I want to do it. See, I, I really do. But yeah. I, it would have to really break me down because I'm kind of a clean, neat freak. Yeah, it makes a hell of a mess. There's it makes no a hell of a mess. It. So I'm going to have to get out of my comfort zone on that one. Can you do it outside? How comfy are you about doing it outside? Can I do it in the shower? Can we do it in the bathtub? That's pretty confined space. I don't know. Usually when you see the, the splashing, they are, you know, it's a full... 10-foot tarp, and they're rolling around and just covered in food. God, it looks like fun. I want to do it. (laughs) See, now I want to do it with body paint. So I do understand the want because mine is about body paint. Yeah. I I wouldn't mind doing a body, body paint mural. I think it's... Where you lay down canvas. Yeah. Yeah. With the splashing, though, you have that the added sense, both senses of smell and taste. Right. Or with paint, you wouldn't have the taste, obviously, unless Mm -hmm. you like eating paint chips as a kid. Right. (laughs) Maybe Um, that's what's wrong with me. (laughs) Yeah. One other thing they do tell you to try and avoid is anything chunky, like oatmeal, any kind of grain type stuff, because, of course, that can get embedded into somewhere really (laughs) uncomfortable. Yeah. Nobody wants, like, a sesame seed in their pee-pee hole. Um, Just remember (laughs) that vinegar makes a great douche. (laughs) (laughs) If you want your woman to be uh, tighter, stick some pickle juice up there. <laughs> Life hack, ladies and gentlemen. Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> there you go. Uh, along with, uh, as long as we're talking about eating, the next one we're going to talk about in the fetish world is face sitting. Now, I'm not talking about just the uh, woman uh-huh. climbing up there and, and riding your face a little bit. This is... These are over... Well-endowed women. This, you, and this is heavy. They are jumping, basically, and landing on you. This also goes with the suffocation. Right. Desire. Exactly. Yes, because you are almost sitting on your person because they are oversized. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they are bouncing up and down. I mean, I don't know how these people don't get a broken nose out of this. Oh, my gosh. I've seen some videos, it and violent. it looks painful. Yes. They were on Oprah. Really? Okay, yes. This is actually, it came down to a um, concern because these women, they were doing porn. Um, it, how much can they eat? And these people were buying them food, sure. you know, so they can get bigger and complete the fetish. Right. And um, this one lady found out she was pregnant. And that's what made her change her mind about her, her decisions. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she would talk about sitting on the face until the person was almost um, passing out. Wow. Yeah, that's so mm-hmm. scary. It is. And, and any of this stuff we talk about, please be careful with it because there's always 
risk involved with anything. So yeah. make sure you're safe. Um, with the face sitting, the, I, I, you like some of it. I, I like a woman sitting on my face. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not smothering you. Or jumping up and down on my face. No. No, too many neck issues with that one. But it comes. But what about the fetish where they're the choking? The asphyxiation, yes. Yes, to where you can't breathe. Is it? Well, look at uh, that's a that's a very 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 dangerous topic to get into because look at how many people we have lost due to autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, that's hard to say. say Again, (laughs) Um, you know the the guy from In Excess, the lead singer. That's how he died. Right. Um, it's it, it, it's it's a fine line you walk when you start playing with that shit. I did not know that. Yeah. It mm-hmm. It's very, very dangerous. Um, you know, anybody asks you to choke them out, I'd be... I but personally wouldn't feel comfortable doing it. I would not, no. no. I, only because I don't want to be responsible for accidentally killing you. Well, that's the thing. Right. It's a fine line. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's right. a, it very easily could turn bad. Oh, so. how about the one where the hanging pull, with the chair? Push the chair back. It, it is all. It's all different. It's all this yeah. choking feel. Right, right. Yes. Yep. Very, uh, very scary stuff. So be careful whatever you're doing out there. Uh, the next one we are going to talk about. You'd love this one. I do. You you <laughs> would love this one. If I love this, you would be in heaven. It's hairy women. <laughs> oh right. No, I would not. <laughs> I don't like full bush. I like trimmed. I don't like bald. I like trimmed. <laughs> bald. I, I my votes for bald too. Well, Desi- designs are neat. Some women get really creative in the designs. I I just don't like bald. But there is a whole movement out there, a whole uh, subsection of men that enjoy hairy hey. women. But we're not just talking about the bush. They're talking legs, Hairy they're legs, talking armpits. Armpits. They're... Letting it go like it's 1969 all over again. It, whether or not I shave my legs every day, the pits get shaved every day. <laughs> right? <laughs> but there, that's a that's a true fetish, though. There are guys out there that, it is. that really enjoy that and love it and more power to them. You know, I wonder if... I wonder what the percentage of men that enjoy the hairy are stateside. Or is it more kind of a European? Because that is more common. It was the norm over there. I don't think it is anymore. Yeah, I I don't know the statistics on that right now. But I wonder how many of those men are stateside, or is it kind of a European thing? I think it's probably mixed. I think both. Mm -hmm. It's caveman style. You know, just as much as as I like a a shaved, clean Mm -hmm. woman, I'm sure there's... a guy out there that likes a uh, hairy. So I have met. I have met people that like the bush, the hair. You all heard it. My husband hates my bush. My husband <laughs> hates my vagina. I don't hate your vagina. Just the hair around it. <laughs> my husband hates my vagina. To put pickle juice in it. No. <laughs> yeah, from your own mouth. Go get the pickles. <laughs> I do not hate your vagina. <laughs> I love your vagina. <laughs> I worship your vagina. Aww. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next fetish. Uh, this one uh, is probably becoming a little more upfront just because of the porn age that we're in, but it is the golden shower. Time for the golden shower. <laughs> I tried that one. Did you... Were, were you in the did, shower or were you on the bed? Um, do I have to answer that? Yeah. In the kitchen. And did you... <laughs> I had a very large kitchen. You know you, what house. Well, yeah. yeah. Were you giving or receiving? Giving. Okay. If somebody peed on me, I'd probably freak. No offense. <laughs> I mean, I got to do it. I did it. So it's apparently, you know, whatever. But it was interesting. I peed on you. Yeah, he in was the down there. <laughs> no, I was. We were in the shower, and I peed on him. Okay, yeah, that doesn't count, right? Like on my foot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't aim. She cleared your foot fungus yeah. with her pee. You know? <laughs> so, when you did this, uh, you peed on face, chest, Gonzo. Um, it was actually okay. Or did you did you run up and down him? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote my name. Dude. <laughs> well, if you guys could just visual that. 
If anyone could write their name in the snow, I'm pretty sure it's you. <laughs> no, 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 but I think she's got me beat. <laughs> it's a talent I don't have. All right, but no, I was sitting in a chair, kind of, you know, you're, you're balanced on your butt, and he was all over me. So up, down, it was a fetish he wanted to try, and uh, so, I was drunk enough to do it, yeah. So and I had to pee, and he wanted sex, so. Let it rip. Yeah, what did was interesting to me that he didn't um, have a problem going down. So, yes, it did hit his face. Was this a um, a one-time thing then? Or no, did it was he gone, so. He want more. Oh, at one time. I was, it was, hey, okay. did it. <laughs> Check it off your bucket so, list. So for, so for him, it wow. wasn't, he didn't pester you saying, do it again, do it again, do it again? No. Okay. No. Because my no was a no. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yep. There is a whole uh, another sub section out there, and I keep saying that, but uh, there's a whole bunch of people that do enjoy the golden shower. I won't lie, when you're males peeing, or females. Didn't mean to interrupt you there, JD. Go ahead. But uh, you know, when you are peeing and you have somebody playing with your clitoris, it is kind of interesting. Hmm. Try <laughs> it out sometime. You gotta go. Let's go. Maybe in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> it is different. It is. Yeah. Again, for me, that would be a mess. I wouldn't want to clean up. Right. But there are people that enjoy it the smellier the better. They will pay you to eat asparagus. Teach their own. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with it. There, no. It's perfectly hygienic from what I read. and You can drink it. Won't hurt you. I was going to yeah. say, um, Wilson, what's his name? Um, stuck with the volleyball. You had to drink your own pee. No. It has to be healthy. <laughs> talking about the movie Castaway. There it is. Wilson. <laughs> well, that, was a, that was a long trip. <laughs> right? <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Um, our last fetish we are going to talk about before we get to girl time here is, uh, is one that I was unaware of until earlier this evening. Yeah. Corinne brought it to our attention, but it is, I don't even remember the name of it, the Humiliator? Is that what That's the name it? of the toy. Yes. It is a toilet brush. Chindo. That gets shoved in the puss. Or in the <laughs> rectum. Yes. Oh, God, yeah, I guess you could. And I won't lie, I am one that's not afraid to watch porno. I don't sit and watch it like a movie because I just need a minute to get me going and I'm, thank you. So if you imagine a toilet brush, it's probably, what, about three inches in diameter at the end with bristles sticking out all over. And if and you've rounded. never, if you've never seen a, a toilet brush, um, you live a very privileged. Well, no, life. but they ma- they also make the ones that are are circular and U shaped and go right, know. right. So These are not a that. dome it's, shaped. It's the stick one. It's it's very straight and yes. yeah, it's got a, like a dome on the top right. of it with yes. bristles. And they do make them actually for toys because people do this. Ow! And what it is is it is a foreplay, a torture, a uh, a sense of. Um, Humiliation, an, an extensive form. Hmm. Of, it's one of the top ones. And think about it. You're using a toilet bowl brush. Right. You know, and during this research, because like I said, many moons ago, I saw this. And in my head, I'm going, what pleasure do you get out of that? You know, not picking, just why? You know, the endorphins, what? Right. You know? And then all of a sudden, I started seeing more and more of it. And then when we talked about our topic... And instantly, I've been wanting to talk about this for years because you can't just go during coffee going, so have you seen that porn where they use the toilet bowl brush? You know, so it's like, thank you guys. I actually get to talk about this. <laughs> I would be very interested to know if the the head of the bristle, okay, so if you think about a, a standard toilet brush, they're like super hard yeah, they're bristles. they're very, very They're very stiff. hard. Like that could cause some serious internal damage, but... On this toy, on the toys, are they a softer bristle that kind of lay down a little bit more? That would they did cut not you describe that at all. All they described is that they give you more handles, so you have more to play with and as I, you are pushing in. the The video that we saw right before this show, it did not look like it was a softer bristle. No, <laughs> it looked painful. You're, you're yeah. looking at your normal dollar store. Um. Looking toilet brush. Toilet brush. That looks like a, uh, what's those candies? Dots. Oh, yeah. There you go for picture, you know, yep. picture a pokey dot on top of a stick. Big one. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. I, I. That's all I can say. Ow. If it does it for you, fine, but ow. But that kind of delves into a whole other aspect of there. there is a whole fetish out there of insertion. 
and it's inserting different weird odd things. Yes. Uh-uh. Be very, 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 very careful with that one. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Beer bottles, oh, wine beer bo- bottles, yes. not good. Don't not, do it. Not good. And actually, you know, I got lucky with that. I did not know that was bad until after I did experience that. I got lucky my intestines didn't come out <laughs> with it. Well, and there's there's also the other aspect of that is of uh, inserting the full one. Well, alcohol travels through the liver and gets processed and, and before you ever get... But when you put it in there, it does not get processed. It goes directly to your bloodstream and actually can kill you. So yes. be right. careful. Mm-hmm. There's some people that will um, drink alcohol through their anus. Yes, I've heard be that. Be careful. Right. Very careful. And that's true with all these that we're talking about. <laughs> I really wouldn't want to smell the alcohol burps. <laughs> oh my god and on that note we are going to wrap up this segment come back with girl talk you are listening to midwest menage a trois the only show on the internet talking about sex in an open frank honest manner from the viewpoint of good old-fashioned midwesterners <laughs> <pictured> that. <laughs> stick around we'll be right back hey gang jd here from midwest menage a trois the only show on the air bringing you a frank honest and explicit discussion of sex from a small town middle america point of view we're thrilled that you've joined our little threesome on this journey and we want to know what's on your mind. What do you want to hear about? What turns you on? What turns you off? Email us at midwestthreesome at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page, Midwest Menage a Trois. Again, that email is midwestthreesome, and that's Midwest, the number three, sum at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook at Midwest Menage a Trois. Can't wait to hear from you. Keep listening, tell your friends, and make sure you post an iTunes review. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois. Mm-hmm. It's time for a little girl talk. JD has left the room, and it's just us girls. So, hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good, friend. How are you? I'm very good. <laughs> well, so this you week You are cheesy. I'm cheesy? Yes. Mm-hmm. I say that with love. Cheese. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so, this week is all um, Corinne's mm. Corinne's show. So, she's going to... Start us off on what she's been researching because she's had a lot of time to research this week. I have. I think that's my problem. There's too much time off. <laughs> Good and vac- no sex. Good <gasps> vacation. So, yeah. What you? What do you got for us? We're gonna talk a little bit about what our fantasies are. Um, bum, bum, bum. Um, all right. Well, should we do the one that I only pretend I wish I could do? Sure. I I'd could. like to know what this one is. This, yeah, I guess we've never talked about this. Huh? No. Okay. You know I love my hooker boots. I do. You know I like flats. Uh-huh. In this case, I would wear the stiletto heels. Oh, I'd break my Stiletto, sorry. Stiletto. Stilettos, I'm sorry. <laughs> the stilettos. <laughs> I'm the Slut. poor chick. I'm the poor chick that, you know, dresses, as my niece would say, rich. <laughs> well thank you um but yeah i would love to do the uh thigh highs with uh like the bodysuit i am wearing today uh-huh. and uh do the dance do the sexual you want to strip i yes and, and and um yes i don't know what that is called it's it's so is that more would that be considered a fetish or just a fantasy? It's mm, tie up though. I am tying a person up. I'm in control. I'm not hurting, but I'm touching. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm tenderizing. I am <laughs> Okay, going into a one that I have done is tied up my partner to a chair blindfolded in hot wax. Oh, so how did that come off? Um, cold water. Yeah, did it take any, like, fur with it? It sure did. <laughs> and knowing who I did that with, <clears throat> sperm donor. And um, I was happy to know <laughs> it ripped off a lot of hair. <laughs> no, but honestly, it was wow, fun. she enjoyed that way too much. <laughs> you know what? Jaeger and Dominatrix go hand in hand. Because <laughs> you just don't care. Wow. Hopefully, you know, the professional dominatrix don't drink Jaeger before they start uh, punishing their... No, because they probably have to be in control. They do. They yes. Do. Yeah. It's like a poker player. <laughs> <laughs> With a mask and a whip. Right. 
you know, I guess mine, I don't really have any... I, I'm not a big tie-up kind of person, mainly, you know, because I know my partner doesn't enjoy it and I really don't enjoy it. But what hides in your brain? What hides in my brain? I don't know. Come on, JD like isn't I, in the room. I know. Like I said, I really want to try sploshing. Okay. It, it really kind of just, hmm, I wonder. Mm-hmm. Don't know if it would be like a really big sexual kind of thing, but God, it looks fun. I want to try it. All right. We're painting for the non-sexual. Okay. I'm going to ask you for the sexual one because non-sexual for me would be the, the body paint. See, now body paint would be a sexual one for me. Okay. Nope. See, fruit would, but juice would because I have played with cucumbers and bananas and um, <laughs> broke rules. <laughs> Again, vinegar is a great douche. <laughs> Hey, I was married to a freak. Freaky. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, I don't know. I would really like to try sploshing. That that sounds like fun. You want? I want to splash with you. That would be weird. Why? Because it's a sexual thing. Intimate thing. I could see best friends splashing more than um, cheating on their husbands. We'll discuss. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's our fantasies, our fetishes, what we want to do, what we want to try, what we have tried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, how did our celebrity come for the week? All right. Considering I'm stuck on this person. You I, are. I love her. Besides Drew Barrymore, but Drew Barrymore, I, I don't know. I. She doesn't get naked. She doesn't. Is a free spirit as she is, she does not. (laughs) I have a feeling, um, maybe I'm wrong. She is a free spirit. Maybe she does. We'll have to look that up. But anyways, Alyssa Milano. Yep, you're stuck on her. I am, but everybody picks on Miley Cyrus for her break free of innocence on her ball. Check out Vampires. Wait, Embrace of Vampire. Embrace of the Vampire. Okay. Hot scene. Hot. You have Alyssa Milano, 23, coming out of Who's the Boss as she's getting gangbanged by a man and two women. Huh. Fetish there, she's tied up, it's demanding, it's sexy, and people lick her armpits. <laughs> licking toes, licking armpits, all the fetish. But it is so sexy, you had the vampire and the teeth in that. Oh, it's sexy. We'll have to check that out. Maybe and the boobs. Can... My God, she has the best breasts. <laughs> now comes your inner lesbian. <laughs> the classic clit licker. <laughs> I was. I must have been something back in the day. <laughs> okay. Starting a new tradition last episode with the joke during girl talk. I have a joke for you since you told one last time. There you go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Ready as I'll ever be. All right. What do you call a Roman soldier with a smile on his face and a piece of hair between his front teeth? He roamed to where he wanted? (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm glad he ate her. (laughs) (laughs) That was gross. Thank you for not telling me that before because you can only laugh once at that, but that was good. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know though, but my toilet one that I lost went good with the toilet brush fetish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, if you guys have anything you want to hear on Girl Talk or on the show in general, please email us at oh, yeah. Midwest Threesome. That's Midwest the number three sum at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Hit mm-hmm. us up on Facebook. We're all on there. You can find us at Midwest Menage a Trois. Um, let us know what you think, what Heck you want to yeah. hear. Because and you know, you know, you uh, in your in your brain, in a little spot, you got that fetish. You want to tell somebody, like I wanted to tell somebody, did golden shower. Share yeah. it. No one yeah. needs to know. Share it if you mm-hmm. want us to call you. We'll call you. You know, when we're getting ready to do a show, we'll call you and we'll uh, we'll have you on the air. Yeah. So. 
All right. Well, thank you for joining us for Girl Talk. And we'll be right back. Abused, neglected, ungroomed, dehydrated. Every day, thousands of vaginas are being ignored, abandoned, and tossed away. For the low price of just $500 a week, or maybe half of your shit, you could adopt one of these vaginas and provide it with love, sustenance, and much-needed protein. With your donation, we will send you a pair of underwear used by your vagina, along with a picture of your vagina. We will also send you updates so you can see how your vagina is progressing. Your donation will make the difference in one vagina's life and bring a fullness, a wetness, and a purpose. If you can donate today, you will also receive a before and after scrapbook so you can see the change in your vagina's life. Call now and save a vagina. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois, the only show on the internet talking about sex in an open, frank, and honest manner from the viewpoint of good old fashion, fashion, fast, good old fashioned Midwesterners. Thanks for joining us tonight. It has uh, been our part two of our fetish special. It has been a hell of a lot of fun, and we've covered a lot of things. You know what we didn't do, though? I'm going to run through this list real quick. Okay. What's that? I have a list here of fetishes. Fetish eye. <laughs> you got to are... really look that up and see what the singular <laughs> of fetish is. Fetish eye. <laughs> I'm just going to read some of these. I'm not going to go through a whole lot of them because there's all kinds of them on here. 412. Auto plushophilia is the image of oneself in the form of a plush or anthropomorized animal. Whatever that is. Dendrophilia literally means love of trees. Superstar. There are people out there that are into trees and earth and mother nature. Well, when you were starting to talk about that, I'm like, hmm. Is that somebody who's into dandruff? (laughs) (laughs) It made me think of Superstar when she's kissing on the tree. (laughs) Celebrity of the week. Right? Molly Shannon. Fornophilia. Turning a human being into a piece of furniture. Huh. I could sit on you. (laughs) Turn into a chair for me. Right? Be a bed so I can lay you. (laughs) Liquidophilia. Immersing genitals in liquids. Also known as the tea bag. <laughs> You've been tea bagged. Uh, mysophilia. The person is sexually aroused by dirt, mud, or filth. Ooh, mud wrestling. Oh, that will turn know. me on. Ah. Uh, mud wrestling? We need to mud. Do Does it? It has to be mud. Couldn't be j- Jello or spaghetti. Or... No, I like dirt. <laughs> I am ever since I was a kid. I love dirt. Not gross, just outside mud, dirt. Have you ever played mud volleyball? Always wanted to. Yeah, you probably would have had an mm-hmm. orgasm. Or med- mud wrestling. <laughs> we oh, had yeah. fun playing mud volleyball. Huh? We had fun playing mud volleyball. We did. Wasn't very sexual. No, <laughs> we were kind of gross. <laughs> Naval fetishism. Sexual attraction to navels, either their own or someone else's. I can see that. I fall into that. Just don't fuck my my belly button. <laughs> I don't mind. I have an odd belly button. I do have an innie, but it's not that far any. Mine is. Some people are like, which one do I screw? I'm like, if you're asking that question, you need to be slapped. And if you're asking that question, you need a bigger penis. <laughs> Thank you. Olfactiophilia. The person is sexually aroused by body smells, usually inserting a finger into the anus or vagina and smelling it during sex. When I'm I get a really pit sniffer. N- when I get really nervous, I stick my fingers in my armpit and I'm like... <laughs> and we're back to Molly Shannon. <laughs> no, but... Superstar! I seriously am a pit sniffer. I love the smell of deodorant in an armpit. I'm a pit sniffer. I knew you were weird. Pit sniffer's anonymous, that's me. <laughs> Well, it's not my pit. I got nervous sweat going. No, it's got to be a dude's. Somnophilia. The person can only maintain sexual arousal while having sex with someone who is sleeping. If they wake up, they lose interest. Is that you? That's a dead fuck. (laughs) No, I want you to wake up. (laughs) That would be a boring sleep. Ah, here you go. This one 
spark your brain a little bit. Sophophilia, sexual arousal from learning. I could see that. Hot. I could see that happening. Hot for teacher kind of thing going on mm-hmm. there. Yep. Knowledge. Give me knowledge. Can <laughs> I just put glasses on and call it a day? <laughs> Maybe carry a book. It might really do it. I got to read this one because I, I don't Need understand input. it. Need input. Sorry. Taxophilia. Tacos. Ar- arousal from archery. <laughs> it's so sexy. Archery is sexy. Like Robin Hood type thing, yes. I guess? Pull that bow, baby. <laughs> shoot me. Uh. Arousal from Please archery. Please don't shoot me with your arrow. Maybe shoot me with your load, not your arrow. <laughs> Do not shoot me in the face. <laughs> I don't want pink eye. Right. <laughs> That's if they fart in your eye. Well, that, was, that was the last one off of my little list here. And like I said, I only read a, a, a portion of them. I didn't get into oh all of them. God, there, yes, so. I would screw Robin, Robin Hood in a minute. Does he make you quiver? Oh, nice. That was a good pun. (laughs) That was a good pun. I am funny tonight. I don't know, but I get a bullseye every time. (laughs) We are going to wrap up this episode of Midwest Menage a Trois. We hope you enjoyed part two of our fetish special. We will be back next week with a whole new show. My thanks to the uh, two lovely ladies, ladies here with me tonight, Corinne and Carmen. Thank you, ladies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank it's been you. fun. And we will see you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.